Ladies and gentlemen all over the world, welcome to a brand new episode of Prime Talk with yours truly, the one and only Rodimus Prime here on this November 10th, Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. Hope everybody out there uh, is having a pretty good week. Hope you're having a solid week. Hope your weekend will be as solid as you plan it out to be. Uh, Hope your week has gone productive. These last couple weeks of mine have not gone as planned, you know, but it is what it is. You know, you live and you learn. Um, Now, last week, I wanted to talk some uh, college football, but unfortunately, I cannot do that because I had some other things going on. It seems like I always have something going on that prevents me from doing this podcast. But this week, I'm telling you, I got a lot to talk about this week from NFL to college, wrestling, basketball, college basketball is back in full effect. We had some classic games on last night, Uh, but on today's show, I will talk about that, the NFL, and I will give my AEW full gear predictions at the very tail end of the show. Yes, AEW full gear is this Saturday um, on pay-per-view. The main event will be Kenny Omega defending the AEW World Championship against one Hangman Adam Page, I will talk about that later. Instead of trying to do a separate podcast, I just decided to throw all of that into one. So that would save me some time. But anyway, we're going to talk some college basketball first. That's what we're going to talk about. College basketball is in full effect. There were some games on last night. The Champions uh, Classic. We had Duke taking on Kentucky. And um, Kansas versus Michigan State, I believe. That was the other game. But the uh, Duke-Kentucky game was pretty good. Duke won nonetheless. So that being said, let's just jump into the scores real quick from last night. Uh, We had number one Gonzaga taking on Dixie State. You know, honestly, some of these schools, as the year goes by, as each year comes and goes, some of these schools I've never even heard of a day in my life. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Like I said, you know, no disrespect, but I've never heard of these schools a day in my life. Anyway, Gonzaga, who is favored to win, some people have them winning the championship again. Again, they won 97-63 over Dixie State. UCLA, I saw the guys on Get Up. It was yesterday morning before I went into work. They all predicted UCLA to win the championship instead of Gonzaga, but who knows? We shall see. The season just started. Anyway, they won against CSU Bakersfield, 95-58. to Again, some of these schools I've never even heard of. Kansas over Michigan State, 87-74. Villanova over Mount St. Mary's, 91-51. Texas, the Longhorns over Houston Baptist, 92-48. Purdue over Bellarmine. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. 96 to 67. Duke, as I said, they played a really good game against Kentucky. Nine versus 10 matchup. This is the Coach K farewell tour. This is his last year. So I thought he had retired this year. I thought they were going to have a new coach, but Coach K, he's sticking around. This is his last season. He's hanging it up. You know, legendary figure in the world of basketball. Anyway, Duke won 79 71 over. Coach Cow's team, Kentucky. Illinois over Jackson State, 71-47. Memphis over Tennessee Tech, 89-65. Oregon 
Number 13, Oregon over Texas Southern, 83-66. Alabama. Yeah, I know they had that game on yesterday. I watched that off and on. They played Louisiana Tech. They routed Louisiana Tech at home, 93-64. Houston over Hofstra. That's another name I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Oh, In overtime, 83-75. Arkansas over Mercer, 74-61. Ohio State over Akron, 67-66, and a nail-biter there. Tennessee, number 18-ranked Tennessee over UT Martin, 90-62. North Carolina over Yoloda. Some of these names are just weird to pronounce. I don't know. Maybe I'm just pronouncing it wrong. Anyway, they won 83-67. Loyola. That's how you pronounce it. Yolola. Anyway. North Carolina won. I'll, I'll get my pronunciations right. I can't seem to pronounce words today. I don't know what it is. Anyway, Maryland over Quinnipiac, uh, 83-69. Auburn, 22-ranked Auburn. I'll talk about their football team on my college football review. They defeated uh, Moorhead State, 77-54. Number 23, St. Bonavere. They defeated Siena. 75 to 47 Yukon over Central Connecticut 99-48 and Navy upsetting number 25 Virginia uh 68-55 those are the scores on the men's side let's talk about the women let's run down some scores on the women's side for a sec uh number 1 South Carolina over number 5 NC State 66-57 Maryland over Longwood, 97-67. Baylor over Texas State, 77-70. Iowa over New Hampshire, 93-50 in a big win. Oregon blowing out Idaho State by the score of 91-34. Let me repeat that. Oregon blew out Idaho State. Now, Oregon women's basketball team is ranked 10th, right? And they blew them off the court. Pretty much just shot them off the court. 91-34. to Michigan over IUPUI. I, who is, where is this school at? Can somebody Google that? I had to Google this name. It's Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis. That is a long name. Anyway, Michigan won 67-62. And I, I reiterate for the umpteenth time, some of these schools I have never heard of a day in my life. But anyway, Michigan won in overtime. Iowa State over Omaha, 65-38. to Kentucky over Presbyterian, 81-53. Florida State over North Florida, 78-50. Georgia Tech getting a big win in Game 1 over Central Michigan, 74-40. South Florida over UT Rio Grande Valley. That is a long name. Try saying that 20 times. Let me repeat that. South Florida over UT Rio Grande Valley. That literally sounds like a, con- a casino or something. Anyway, they won 63-56. Arizona over CSU Northridge, 87-44. Texas A&M over Texas A&M CC. I don't know what that stands for, but anyway... The Aggies won, however, 87-54. Virginia Tech over Davidson, 76-57. And get this, ladies and gentlemen, get this. 
The Texas Longhorns women's team, ranked 25th, right? They played New Orleans. Do you know what the score of that was, boys and girls? Do I need to tell you what the score is? Because if I do, you are going to be ridiculously uh, mortified. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. Texas beat New Orleans 131-35. to I had to literally look at this again because this was this had to have been a joke. I am not kidding you. They beat them 131 to 35. New Orleans basketball women's team only scored 35 points the whole entire game. And Texas scored 131 points. If my math serves me correct, that's a 96 point differential. That is embarrassing. And that's just game one. That's just game one. That is a that is a 96% differential. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Anyway, let's talk some NFL. Because I don't want to dwell on that too much. That's just horrible. Um, Week 9 of the NFL. This arguably was the strangest week in all of the NFL season this year. I mean, some of your favorite teams, or should I say some of our favorite teams, were literally getting beat. As I'm looking down this list, as I'm looking at the uh, as I'm looking at the notes here, Cincinnati lo- received their second loss. The Dallas Cowboys, what a performance, a stinker. A stinker of a performance they had against the Broncos, nonetheless. The Carolina Panthers. I'll talk more about them and Sam Darnold and the news coming out on them. The Buffalo Bills. My God, the Buffalo Bills. They got beat and upset by the Jacksonville Jaguars. And how about Josh Allen just dominating on the defensive front against Josh Allen? I mean... Well, I'm sorry, Jared Allen, but it's just, it's just, it's just weird. Like, I don't understand it. Who else? As I'm looking at these notes. Um, let's see. Green Bay, they lost in a tough one against Kansas City. San Francisco, boy, have they fallen off. The Rams, the Rams, did you see how they played last Sunday? Did you see how Matt Stafford played? He played awful. Um, and the Chicago Bears. Chicago, you know, they almost came back and won, but unfortunately it wasn't enough. So anyway, let's run down these scores here. Last Thursday, you had the Indianapolis Colts taking on the New York Jets, and the Colts won 45-30. to Surprisingly, the Jets put on a very good game. They put on a very good performance, I'm sorry, but unfortunately they lost by 15 as they tried to make a comeback, but unfortunately it wasn't enough. On Sunday, you had the Cleveland Browns blowing out the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, in week eight, the Cincinnati Bengals got upset by the New York Jets, who I just talked about, right? Baker Mayfield and the and the, um, the Cleveland Browns minus OBJ, who's now on waivers. He is no longer a Cleveland Brown. That was just a bad matchup waiting to happen. But they went out there, minus OBJ, and they played lights out. Cincinnati, I don't know what they had going on, but the last two weeks have not been great. 
Okay? Cleveland won nonetheless, 41-16. Baker Mayfield was 14 for 21, 218 yards and two touchdowns. Nick Chubb, he had 14 rushes for 137 yards and two touchdowns. Joe Burrow was 28 for 40 for 282 and two interceptions. Not a good look for Cincinnati. Because a lot of people have been ranting and raving about how good they've been, even me. In the last two weeks, they've looked like shit. Nonetheless, they lost to the New York Jets in week eight. Did I did I mention that they lost to the New York Jets? And they come out here and put in you know, they turn their chicken salad into chicken shit. It was definitely chicken shit because they got blew out by twenty five. The Denver Broncos. Can you say another team that pulled off an upset on Sunday? They wiped the field with Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Amari Cooper, and the Dallas Cowboys. And they won 30-16. Ezekiel Elliott had 10 rushes for 51 yards. He rushed the ball 10 times for just 51 yards. That defense, who traded Von Miller to the uh, Rams, by the way, that defense stepped up, and they stepped up in a major way because I don't know what I don't know what the hell happened with Dallas. They were down thirty to zero. You might as well say it was garbage time because at that point there was no need in even trying to score because you basically got embarrassed at home on your own field by the Denver Broncos, nonetheless. And they play Atlanta this Sunday. And I'll talk more about that later in my week 10 uh, predictions. But I was highly disappointed with the way Dallas played. Now, I'm not the biggest Dallas Cowboy fan and I'm not the biggest Denver Broncos fan nonetheless. But I got to give credit where credit is due. The Denver Broncos showed up and the Dallas Cowboys were sleepwalking. That being said... Teddy Bridgewater, who was 19 for 28, he threw for 249 yards and a touchdown. Dak Prescott was 19 for 39, 232 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. The Miami Dolphins took on the Houston Texans and won 17-9. Atlanta over New Orleans 27-25. The New York Giants got a win over the Las Vegas Raiders 23-16. How about the New England Patriots and Matt Jones? Matt Jones, to me, is my rookie of the year so far. I know we're almost done with the season, but he's played decent this year, being he's a rookie. I still think they're going to make the playoffs. A lot of people predict that they're going to surprise a lot of people and go to the playoffs. They defeated the Carolina Panthers, who were just on the downward spiral. Sam Darnold, news came out with him today that he is going to miss several weeks due to a shoulder fracture in his throwing shoulder. No wonder he's tur- he's turning the ball over so much because he has not looked good these last few weeks. So I think their quarterback, P.J. Walker, whoever he is, he's going to be starting in place. It doesn't look good for the Panthers because I gave them praise for how they were playing early in the season. And since then, it's just been, I don't know what's going on. Anyway, the Panthers, they lost again 24-6. Matt Jones was 20, was 12 for 18. He only threw the ball 18 times in this game. He was 12 for 18, 139 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Sam Darnold, 16 for 33, 172 yards, three freaking turnovers. Again, he's going to be out for the several weeks. And at this point, 
their playoff window, as far as Carolina is concerned, is slowly closing. Because I do not see them making the playoffs with the way they play lately. The Jacksonville Jaguars. They defeated the Buffalo Bills 9-6. to Josh Allen was all over. Did y'all see that sack he put on Jared Allen? Did y'all see that? Did y'all see that? The defense, I don't know what, what the defense, I don't know what kind of surprise they had, but it definitely showed on um, Sunday when they defeated the uh, Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills just looked confused. They did not expect the Jaguars to beat them, but in Jacksonville's favor, they came out with the victory. And they shocked a lot of people. So it was some upsets. You might as well say we were watching the pro version of college football because there were a lot of surprises this week. Anyway, Josh Allen, the defensive end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, had eight tackles in one sack. Uh, Jared Allen was 31 for 47, 264 yards and two interceptions. The Buffalo Bills just, they really got outsmarted by Jacksonville. I will say. They definitely got outsmarted. The Baltimore Ravens defeated the Minnesota Vikings in overtime, 34-31. How about Lamar Jackson? Can you please say that Lamar Jackson is MVP caliber? I know that was just dumb of what I said, but I don't know what else to say about this dude. This dude, like I said, with him and Patrick Mahomes, not so much Mahomes, But Lamar Jackson, that is a human walking video game. What is it that this man cannot do? This dude is literally putting his team on his freaking back. And the way he led that comeback against the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday, and they won in overtime, Lamar Jackson, hands down, is in the MVP conversation. I don't care what nobody say. And I will be shocked if he does not win MVP this year. I will be shocked. And in my opinion right now, I think he should. He was 27 for 41, 266 yards, three touchdowns and two picks, 21 rushes for 120 yards. And this man plays quarterback. And he is so he is so resilient on his feet. He is amazing on his feet. For him to have 21 rushes for 120 yards and do the things that he does on the field, I'm just mind blown at this point. I'm mind blown. Hollywood, Marquise Brown had nine receptions for 116 yards. Kirk Cousins of the Vikings, 17 for 28, 187 yards, two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook, uh, 117 rushes for 110 yards. Apparently, uh, he has had some accusations thrown his way. Uh, I think it's like assault or something like that. I forgot what it was. I saw it earlier. But uh, he has denied the claims. So I don't know what's going on with that situation. But it doesn't look good for one Dalvin Cook. Anyway, his team lost nonetheless in overtime. Uh, The LA Chargers defeated the Philadelphia Eagles 27-24. Kansas City over Green Bay uh, 13-7. Patrick Mahomes just... I don't know what's up with Pat. He just... He's just not the Patrick Mahomes we've known him to be the last couple years. Because uh, Kansas City's defense is just hard right now. It's just bad. Their offense, 
I don't know if it's any better if you can say that, but it just doesn't. I mean, nothing's really, nothing's really sticking out with me with Patrick Mahomes this year. I mean, late in the season, it's just, it just seems like when they think they can get it right, they can't get it right. I don't know what it is. Their defense is just terrible. Uh, Green Bay, uh, they got enough going on with them. You know, this whole Aaron Rodgers stuff and the whole COVID stuff. He and one of the receivers, uh, can't think of his name right now, both were fined $15,000. As much money as they make, especially Aaron Rodgers, that's chump change. As far as the Green Bay Packers organization is concerned, they were fined $300,000. Now, here's my thing with this. If you... If, if, if Aaron Rodgers was not vaccinated, why didn't he just say, I'm not vaccinated? Now, they got this rule where, you know, if you talk to the media, you have to wear a mask if you're not vaccinated. But you didn't have to lie. Like, let's keep it real. You didn't have to motherfucking lie. Just say you weren't vaccinated and just get it over with. You really just made yourself look stupid. You made the franchise look stupid. And this is why everybody's talking about you, because you did all this for nothing. Now, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan, but I was very disappointed at the fact that he lied about this. And I know people have their theories about the vaccine and all that stuff. I'm not here to talk about that. But the bottom line is Aaron Rodgers lied and he paid the price. Now, I don't think that they I don't think the NFL should have went overboard, you know, by taking draft picks and stuff like that. But I guess you can say this was a decent punishment. I know a lot of people don't like it. I don't know. I just didn't like the fact that he lied. That's my whole thing. Anyway, Patrick Mahomes was 20 for 37, 166 yards, and a touchdown. Jordan Love, who started in place of Aaron Rodgers, he uh, was 19 for 34, 190 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Arizona over San Francisco, 31-17. Boy, had the 49ers just fallen off. To me, they are like the Florida Gators of the, of the NFL. They have just completely fallen off the face of the earth. I don't know what the hell the 49ers got going on. Just when you thought they could do good, apparently they can't. And apparently they suffered the consequences because the Arizona Cardinals, who are hands down the best team in the league right now, basically kicked their ass all over the field. And again, Arizona won 31-17. And how about them Tennessee Titans minus Derrick Henry, huh? How about them Tennessee Titans? 28-16 over the Los Angeles Rams. Um, when I saw uh, Matt Stafford throw that wonky interception, he threw two, by the way. He threw two in this whole game. The first one was just straight up wonky. They were backed up in their own end zone. And then the second one, they picked them off again real quick. And ran it back, I believe, for an, for a touchdown. Uh, the defense just really, they just really put that pressure. They applied that pressure heavy on Matt Stafford. And no matter what he did, that defense was just all over. And, you know, they ended up losing by 12. Now, the Rams will be all right. You know, still be, they'll still be a playoff team. They're still favored to win it all. And as far as the Tennessee Titans are concerned, you know, minus Derrick Henry, they still look good. They're still a hot team in the league right now. Anyway, Ryan Tannehill was 19 for 27, 141 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Matt Stafford was 31 for 48, 294, a touchdown, and two picks. 
And on Monday's action, we had the Pittsburgh Steelers defeating the Chicago Bears, who almost came back and won 29-27. Ben Roethlisberger, 20 for, 21 for 30, 205 yards and a touchdown. Najee Harris, he had 22 rushes, 62 yards and a touchdown. Justin Fields was 17 for 29, 291, a touchdown and a pick. My Week 9 Player of the Week goes to Josh Allen of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm giving it to the defense this week. He played a really good game, especially that sack he had on Jared Allen of the Buffalo Bills. So he is my Week 9 Player of the Week. Now, as I mentioned, AEW Full Gear predictions are on the way. And I'm going to give them to you right now. Tonight is the go-home show for AEW Full Gear. Full Gear is this Saturday on pay-per-view. We still have Dynamite tonight, Rampage on Friday, then the pay-per-view on Saturday. It's going. It's a lot going down, okay? Especially on the New Japan front. I'll talk more about that later. But we're here to talk about AEW. Looking at this card, last I checked, there were eight matches on this card. And this uh, card from top to bottom is just stacked. So let's just go ahead and get into predictions here. AEW Full Gear will be in... Minneapolis, Minnesota at the Target Center. So that crowd is going to be rocking. We're going to start off with a six-man tag team Falls Count Anywhere match as Jurassic Express, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Christian Cage. They will take on the Super Click, Adam Cole, Bebe, Matt, Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Um, I'm picking the Super Click. I'm going to go to Super Click. You know, this rivalry has been brewing for quite some time, especially with, you know, Jungle Boy and Adam Cole. You know, I think even if it was just a one-on-one match, they still could go out there and put on some... They could still go out there and put on a very good match for a few minutes. You know, give them 15, 20 minutes, they go out there and put on a classic. But I'm I'm picking the Super Click. Then we'll have a 10-man tag team match with the Inner Circle taking on the Men of the Year. Um... Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, along with American Top Team, Dan Lambert, Junior Dos, Junior Dos Santos, and Adrian and Andre Arlovsky. Um, Dan Lambert reminds me much of Jim Cornette for some strange reason. I don't know why. And for some reason, they decided to pick a fight with the Inner Circle: Jericho, uh, Santana Ortiz, Hager, and the TNT Champion Sammy Guevara. Um, just the back and forth between those two has been interesting. I haven't been overly excited about it, but I like it. That being said, I'm going to pick the inner circle to win that match. Next, we have the AEW Women's World Championship Championship on the line as Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defends the championship against the number one ranked woman in AEW, the number one contender, Tay Conti. Now, I haven't watched much of Dark and Elevation, but I know she's been racking up wins, racking up wins. Um, and she's definitely aiming for that championship with the way they, with the way Britt and her crew have been going at Anna Jay and stuff like that. And she's focused. I think Conti's definitely going to come in here focused. This is going to be a decent match. You know, it's not going to be a lackluster of a match, say, like that Queen's Crown bullshit WWE was doing. But nonetheless, I think they'll put on a decent match. 
I got Dr. Britt Baker DMD retaining that match. Retaining in that match and retaining the championship. Next, we have MJF taking on Darby Allen. Now, the stuff, the back and forth with Darby and MJF, I've been very interested in it. Especially what MJF said last week in their brawl afterwards. Uh, MJF made a point. He said in a promo a few weeks ago that he, uh, Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara, and Darby are the four pillars of AEW. In which he's right. They are the future of that company. MJF, you know, just being the asshole that he is, nonetheless, he's going to go in there looking to uh, rack up a win, if you will, over one Darby Allen. Of course, he's got Wardlow and Sean Spears by his side. Darby, you know, he's got Sting with him. This is going to be a good match. Darby said... Uh, you know, he's looking at, he's going to have a wrestling match, but he's also going to want to uh, kick MJF's ass, nonetheless. But I think this will be a good one. That being said, I'm going to pick Darby Allen over MJF. Next, we have the AEW World Tag Team Championships on the line as Phoenix and Penta L Zero Meadow, the Lucha Brothers, taking on the AAA Tag Team Champions FTR. Now, ever since FTR took the belts from them, they've been eyeing their prize. They've been eyeing the prize, which is the AEW World Tag Team Championships, and they're looking to become the first ever two-time AEW World Tag Team Champions. The Lucha Bros. They're going to go into this pay-per-view, and they're not going to have it because they're looking to put on a stellar performance. I think this will be one of the matches of the night. I think these two teams are two of the best teams in all of professional wrestling, and they can do no wrong. But, you know, uh, FTR is definitely going to uh, find a way to weasel their weasel those tag team titles into their possessions with the help of Tully Blanchard. But nonetheless, I think this will be a good match. I'm going to pick the Lucha Bros to retain. I'm going to say the Lucha Bros retain. There, I, I think they'll find a way to outsmart FTR. But like I said, FTR, you know, they got Tully Blanchard with them. They're going to find ways to cheat and stuff like that. But I think the Lucha Bros will find a way to outsmart FTR. Next, we have the AEW World Championship Eliminator Final, where the winner gets a future AEW World title shot. It will be Brian Danielson, the American Dragon Brian Danielson, taking on... God's favorite champion, as he likes to call himself, Miro. Now, you would have thought John Moxley was going to take on Brian Danielson, but because of personal stuff, that's not going to happen. Either way, this match is going to be incredible. Because Miro is just on a tear right now since coming to AEW. Uh, Brian Danielson, he's on fire. These two are going to go out there and kick ass. They are going to put on one stellar match. They're going to have one hell of a match. And in the end, I think it will be Brian Danielson picking up the victory. Because he's found different ways to win his match. Whether it's by pinfall, submission. You know, he's one of the best technical wrestlers in the game right now. So, therefore, I think he's going to... I think part of the match he's going to have a hard time trying to take down the big man. But nonetheless, I got Brian Danielson winning. Uh, this match and getting a future title shot. Now, this is one match I'm looking forward to after Friday. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Did y'all see that face-to-face they had on Friday night on Rampage? 
that sold me right there. Just them two on the mic, especially Eddie Kingston, and not to take away from Punk, but just them two on the mic sold me right then and there. And you knew when going into this face-to-face, it was going to be some stuff said, and it was some stuff said. Eddie Kingston said at the tail end of that face-to-face, I don't care about winning. I just want to beat you up. And when I beat you up, you can retire and leave for another seven years. And then that's when they got into the whole brawl. I said, I am so looking forward to this match. This is the one match I'm looking forward to out of all these matches. I'm looking forward to the pay-per-view overall. It sucks I got to work. But nonetheless, I am looking forward to this match. This is the one match I'm looking forward to the most. That being said, I got CM Punk winning. And in the main event for the AEW World Championship, Kenny Omega Defends against his former tag team championship partner, one hangman Adam Page. Uh, Adam, he was in the first ever world title match against Chris Jericho two years ago when Chris became the first ever champion. Two years later, here we are. He's in the same position but with a different opponent. This time, Kenny Omega is the champion. And he's found every which way to keep that title in his possession. And he's going to do so this Saturday. Heyman Page is on a mission. He is looking to dethrone one Kenny Omega. And I think this is definitely going to be once This is going to be one of the best storytelling matches that I have ever watched in all my years of watching wrestling. This is going to be emotional. It's going to be tough. It's going to be... Um, What's another word I'm looking for? Fierce, I guess. Intense. I don't know. I'm just throwing words off the top of my head. But the bottom line is, this is going to be one of the best world title matches in the history of AEW. Not just in AEW, but in wrestling, period. And with that being said, when everything is cleared, everything is settled, everything is... When the dust is settled, the smoke is cleared, I got Adam Hangman Page walking out of Minneapolis, the new AEW world champion. Like I said, it's definitely going to tell one emotional story. So those are my picks for AEW Full Gear. I will be watching Dynamite tonight. So uh, hopefully you, hopefully some of you will be watching the pay-per-view on Saturday. Uh, I will be watching the pay-per-view whether I have to catch up on it the next day. The bottom line is I will be watching the pay-per-view just like all of you. So with that being said... Um, My name is Rodimus Prime. You all have a great day, a blessed day, a blessed week, a safe week nonetheless, and a safe weekend. And I will see you guys next time.